This is Sunday Rewind. Take it back now, y'all. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Now, here are your hosts, Tom Stevens and Mike Melby. Welcome back to Husker Rewind here on 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. For those watching on the Sarder Heyman stream, it is live on Twitter, on Twitch, on YouTube, and Facebook, and on Channel 951 on Allo. And all of our guests join us on the Allo VIP line, which is brought to you by Allo Fiber, where they understand the importance of exceptional service with local heart. Michigan State up to 25-23. Nebraska hit six of seven shots to take the lead against Michigan State. Kasey Tomanaga, Sam Hoiberg with the shot clock running out, and C.J. Wilcher hit three straight threes, one each, combined feet of distance between them and the basket, I'm going to estimate it about 87 feet because <laughs> none of them were within yeah. seven feet of the three-point line when they shot. The, the shooting's been great, uh, really good. The defense <clears throat> has been a little suspect. I yeah, mean, they gave some offensive too rebounds. Too many shots but, at the rim, and they're not closing out three-point shooters very well right yeah. now. But you know who is closing out um, just a fantastic season of volleyball with only two games left? Who's that? The University of Nebraska. Oh, yeah. And we have an expert, the coach of Nebraska one. Former Nebraska middle blocker, one of the best that ever played here, Tanya Taki. Tanya, welcome in. Uh, how uh, how was last night's match for you? It was a little little tense for Tom. He had to, he had very to go, tense. Yeah, he was having issues. Yeah, I mean, I would say I kind of expected that. Was that I stayed for the last second of the Kentucky Arkansas game um, when it was on Thursday, and the Arkansas fans just had this like rowdy ruckus. Like we're here to take names situation, and they're just a, they just play at like speed than us. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah, I don't know it's kind of like playing your little beat you bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, and they it was very difficult. You could see the expressions from Nebraska players. They thought the the ball was on the floor many times. It's like playing Nebraska to a certain extent. You think the ball's on the floor. And here comes Lexi. Um, here comes Laney Choboy, and, and it's not on the floor. That reaction was had by uh, Nebraska as well. That's a really good passing and serving team, but they can also dig the heck out of the ball. It's frustrating to play a team like that. Right. They covered really well, so you'd think you got a block, and then all of a sudden the ball is right back over. Yeah, I mean, Coach Cook was saying that they we had to play to the whistle. Um, they're just making spectacular moves. Yeah, it's they're they're just and like they jump. What I was noticing is that they are shorter players, so they jump and swing. Mm-hmm. And so defensively, that's just a different timing because you're expecting the ball to be hit, and then it's hit later but faster. Mm-hmm. And so it just throws off your timing. That first set, like we just, I could tell that we just with their rhythm yet yeah. on defense. Tanya, I want to ask you about a young lady that plays your, your former position, uh, Becca Alec. She was at a level as good as she has been in her two years at Nebraska. She was at a level I've never seen her at last night. How in the world did she adjust during the match? Is this something that maybe they saw in film and Coach Cook and Coach Larson and Hunter and Reyes gave her point. I like how in the world did she wind up with 12 blocks? Yeah. I mean, I think, like I said, you know, the great, the 
the adjustments that they had to make to block those girls and just play defense against those girls was different. And I thought if experience or just like she was going to, like they say, great ones adjust. They've been saying that all season. The great ones adjust. And I think she adjusted and just did something that able to do is get blocks on these girls because they just hit at a different speed, a different contact point, which is different. And Becca adjusted. Yeah. What's the challenge against Pittsburgh? Obviously, uh, Wisconsin and Texas will be a dynamic match. At least we expect that. But uh, looking ahead to Pittsburgh, what do you see there that will be the challenge for Nebraska? I mean, I thought Arkansas did a really good job of serving, and we didn't, especially in that fourth set, we just didn't pass very well. Um, they have a first rip the ball. And so I think that, that we're just going to have to be really like dialed in on serve receive so that we can put the ball in front of the 10 foot line. I mean, there was, was a, a run there where we were passing really well. We really can stop her. And so I think we need to get ourselves to that point as well so that we're passing well enough to get in situations and just being able to set our outside hitters really well. Like we weren't setting Ellie very well there when we were passing off. And I think that you saw her hitting when we weren't passing well. So I think if we can if we can handle their crazy serves, um, I think we're we're going to do pretty well against them. Interesting. Now the other match on the other side of the bracket, um, Texas, one of the hottest teams in the country, if not the hottest team in the country, against what many say, and I think we all agree, is probably the best team in the country, the favorite to win the tournament coming in. I think was Wisconsin, even though Nebraska was the one seed. Um, what kind of a match is that going to be? Do you just automatically expect it to go five? Yeah, I mean, it's just it, this one's going to be different. Where we, where I was talking about the Nebraska Arkansas game was like kind of a big sister, little sister kind of a feel. But with Arkansas or with uh, Wisconsin and Texas, it just feels like it's going to be like the heavyweight fight, like the biggest girls on the biggest stage with a with a big block, big swings, like Asia O'Neill. You got Schmreck. You got. Um, Carter Booth, I mean, it's just going to be like some really heavy swings, big blocks. And so it's just going to be who and and still get their same swings. You know, Franklin, Franklin, I feel like she can get a kill on anything with any block in any situation. But it's just how is everybody else going to adjust so that they can get their kills and swings, even with a humongous block and great defense. I know you've got your ticket to Tampa uh, what do you think the advantage will be as far as the crowd is concerned for Nebraska? In Nebraska, I mean, I've been going to the Final Four since 96. And uh, you know, there's always Nebraska fans there, even if Nebraska is not in it. Um, but the amount of people who are on Facebook asking, hey, who, who knows who has what tickets, people that are saying, hey, if you hear of somebody with tickets, I mean, it's. I know that there's gonna. We haven't had a bowl game, and I don't know how long for football. So I think people are. Phone line is cutting out on Tanya. Yeah, I, oh, I, I'm still here. Okay, there <coughs> okay. you are. Uh, you go, go ahead and finish your thought there. Um, I was just saying that I feel like this is our bowl. Looking for tickets, you know, people are texting me personally mm -hmm. saying, "Hey, do you have tickets?" So I think I think Nebraska fans has always traveled well. 
Yeah. Yeah. It should be so much fun. Thursday, seven o'clock, Nebraska versus Pitt. And you expect to win, right? You expect to win. I mean, I think we're going there to win. Um, I wouldn't, I mean, I've said all season that our team is fully capable of losing to anyone. Yeah. And we're absolutely capable of beating just about anyone. Yeah. So, I mean, a lot of this is going to come down to how we manage our serve and pass and how we adjust, you know. And if we if we can make great adjustments, like Becca, you know, the way we were able to defend and keep going and not get down, mm-hmm. um, even though we were, you know, down five points in one set, we still were able to come back. So I feel like if we can manage just those, those difficult things, you know, we've been playing ugly and winning ugly all season. And I feel like it's going to, it's going to be no matter what, either team, like nobody, it's the final four. Everybody has their finals week. It's Christmas coming. It's just a very stressful week for those four teams. Right. So just who can manage all of the things and play the best volleyball as you know, even when it's ugly. Do you think we'll see any of uh, Lindsay Krause or is she, or they've set with their lineup, you think, by now. Just Lindsay's been out so long that it'll be tough to include her in the lineup. I mean, I wasn't. I was kind of ready for set four when there were three or four errors in a row. I mean, people are going to err three or four times in a set, but when they come in a row like that, I was kind of expecting a sub. Yeah. Um, I don't know if she comes in. It's going to be like. Just for an emotional change, you know, I, I could see a sub if if we're having a, mat, a a set just like Arkansas was, you know, it was 21 to 7 or something stupid there for a while. Like if we get ourselves in a situation where we just are in a to do something different, like we're going to lose a set, let's just do something different. Um, I, th- I could see her coming in, but I, I think if we're if, – and and doing well, and it's point for point. I don't see it. We'll think we'll see her. All right. Have fun on the trip, and we'll talk to you after Nebraska wins the national title. All right. Let's do it. All right. Let's go. All right. Thanks, Tanya. Tanya Taki, right. uh, one of the great middle blockers of all time, the head coach of Nebraska, won as well. It's been fun having her all season long. I, what do you think? Krause? Will, will we see Krause at this point? I don't think Because so. Horse did struggle at times uh, in that match. But she's been out for so long. She's got to be healthy. I, I mean, she, she, the talent is undeniable. But if she's not 100% healthy, then I, I mean, maybe as a changeup, you, you you try it to have her test the ankle. But at the same time, you, you, the last thing you want to do is have her re-injure yeah. it uh, to the point where maybe it's it's more long-term. Yeah. Um, you know, you don't want to say they don't need her because she's unbelievably talented. But that's the thing is when you've got – this deep of a roster, um, you know, you can put people in and, and try stuff. But I think if we see her, it's going to be exactly what Tanya was talking about. It, it's going to be things aren't necessarily going well, and we need to try a try a spark. There you go. Uh, that puts, uh, pretty much puts a wrap on Husker volleyball talk uh, for now until uh, next weekend. Uh, let's talk about Nebraska football and the portal. Uh, we'll do a lot of that uh, with Brian Munson of Husker Online. Uh, he covers Husker football recruiting, mostly high school football recruiting, but he can certainly talk with great knowledge about uh, the portal as well. And Nebraska, of course, going after their guy. I mean, frequent flyer miles of plenty for uh, Marcus Satterfield. Uh, the Nebraska offensive coordinator is flying all over the world. Uh, he's gone to Pullman uh, to see Cam Ward. Doesn't look like Nebraska's going to get him. Uh, flew to Columbus to see Kyle McCord. Kyle McCord now has indicated that he will visit Lincoln 
along with Julius Fleming, uh, the wide receiver from Columbus, from Ohio State, who's transferring. He's a former five-star. Nebraska has been said to have been talking in great length with Sam Levitt uh, of Michigan State, who is transferring. But as we indicated earlier, he wants to start. All these guys want to start, it feels like, at quarterback. And and what do you promise them? Well, you don't promise them. I always say even if you get a Kyle McCord, do you promise him that he's the starter? And it's probably not a good way to go. You're going to have to compete. If you come in and you're terrible uh, in spring ball, you, you can't just come in and be terrible, right? You got to earn it. Well, you do, and that's the whole thing. I mean, do you promise guys starting positions? Uh, I I don't know if coaches do it. I don't. I've never thought that it was something coaches should do. Because of that, I mean, bottom line is, you got the feeling that the staff did that with Jeff Sims last year and Casey Thompson both. Sure, they told Casey Thompson. Jeff Sims is going to start, right. <laughs> and 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 that's why Sims came here. But you know, as it's been well documented here, uh, the back half of the season and since the season is over, that first big swing uh, with the bases loaded, going for the uh, the the best quarterback in the yeah. portal because they didn't feel they had a good enough quarterback here, which I think they did. Oh. I think everybody thinks they did. Uh, they 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 struck out and and horribly. I mean, <laughs> right. And so this is going to be a big get. The thing I wonder, Nebraska fans dream of the quarterbacks in the portal coming to Nebraska are Kyle, well, Cam Ward first, but that's not going to happen. Kyle McCord and Sam Levitt both. And, you know, with the thought process of you get a guy that's going to come and start next year and you get a guy that is far better than anybody else you currently have on your roster. Right. And that includes Daniel Kalen, who is, you know, finishing up his high school career and he'll be here. I believe for spring semester and he'll go through spring ball, but will he do it against Sam Levitt and Kyle McCord? That's a good question. I think McCord, that's the way everything is looking. And do you lose Purdy? If you, if you bring Levitt, I I think you lose, you possibly lose Purdy if you bring Levitt. And I, and if not, I think Harburg switches positions. I think that's the way to go for Harburg. I don't, I don't think he's a natural quarterback. It's, I mean, Matt Rule talked about it. I mean, he was in not even allowed to be in the quarterback meetings last year. Yeah. And and back to the promise Which, idea. The promise is the money. Hey, when you when you're willing to pay a guy one to two million dollars and and McCord may command as much as one or seven hundred thousand dollars, that's kind of your promise. Yeah. When why if you're paying him seven hundred thousand dollars, it indicates that you. Kind of see him as the, you don't go out and pay a free agent five to $10 million. You don't go out and get uh, Otani and pay him $700 million and not play him or start him. Of course you start him. Um, the money is the promise to a certain degree. And that's the that's the problem because, you know, you've got Daniel Kalen coming in and he's going to, you know, I think the thought is he was go- going to redshirt next year regardless, um, unless he just comes in and absolutely lights it up. No guarantees, obviously. Either way, I, I, I would think that would have been the plan. Yeah. But at the end of the day, if if you're you know paying Kyle McCord for the sake of argument seven hundred thousand uh, dollars, even if you have Chubba Purdy here, Chubba is going to be going okay. Well, I've got my NIL deal, but it's not quite <laughs> what what he's getting. I mean, yeah. where and so that's that whole dynamic of of how does the how does the the NIL money affect the locker room and those specific position rooms. Well, let's continue this conversation with Brian Munson of Husker Online. Uh, We'll talk the portal. We'll talk high school recruiting. 
the numbers game, and what else? Real quick, halftime, Michigan State 34, Nebraska 31. Uh, Nebraska's played pretty well for the first half. The defense has been suspect at times, but if you'd have told me 34-31 Michigan State at halftime, I would have said uh, Nebraska's still in it, so that's good. Uh, We'll watch the second half. We'll update you on the score throughout the second half, but first we'll talk a little Husker football with Brian Munson of Husker Online, and we'll do that coming up next.